0: Now the objections against the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam and they say, Malihad al rasul what's wrong with this messenger? What's wrong with this prophet, with this messenger that ta'am? he eats food? Why does he eat food? This was their objection. And because of this, they said that he cannot be a prophet. Why he cannot be a prophet? Because he eats food. ta'am. Well, if he didn't eat food, what difference would that make to his Message يأكل الطعام. They say he eats food am في الأسواق And he walks in the markets Aswak is a plural of سوق Why does he walk in the markets To earn his livelihood They say لولا, Why not Unzila إليه ملك Why an angel has not been sent to him فَيَكُونَ So he would be Meaning the angel would be معه with him نذيرا A warner How come he's alone? There should be an angel with him and that angel should be a warner with him. But the coming of the angel would not change his human status, would it? It wouldn't. So they basically said, that if Muhammad sallam is a prophet, he should have been some superhuman or he should have been accompanied by the angels. In Surah Al-Zukhruf, Ayah 53, we learn, they say, أُلْقِيَ عَلَيْهِ مِّنْ أَوْ جَاءَ مَعَهُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ Then why have there not been placed upon him bracelets of gold or come with him the angels in conjunction? Here they say one angel. Before they said, many angels. Make up your mind, what do you want? Oh yulukah illehi kanzon. They say, or why is it not that yulqa? it is cast meaning it is given, ilayhi to him kanzun a treasure. Kanz, huge treasure. Kanz is basically treasure that is hoarded up, all right? And kanz is used for that treasure in which zakat is not given. So if nothing has been taken out of it, it's still a lot. Alright? Hidden, secret, hoarded. They say, how come he's not been given a huge treasure? Or, there should be for him a garden, an orchard in the middle of Mecca, a barren valley. He should have a garden. minha, He should eat from it, meaning he should eat from its fruit. Well, they just said, how come he eats? And now they're saying, he should have a garden from which he should eat. But honestly, Is it really a big deal if someone has a garden and then they eat from the fruit of that garden? How is that supposed to be proof of someone being a prophet? How? If someone has a whole lot of treasure, how is that supposed to be a proof for them being a prophet? وَقَالَ الظَّالِمُونَ And the wrongdoers say, إِن تَتَّبِعُونَ You do not follow إِلَّا except رَجُلًا مَسْحُورًا A man who is affected by magic. Meaning, Muhammad, they say, his mind has been overcome by magic. This is why his thinking is distorted, and this is why he's saying such things. You see, Mashu is someone on whom sihr has been done. Alright? And because he's under a spell, his aql is not working properly, it's not functioning properly. Alright? Just remember any cartoon that perhaps you saw that someone is under a spell. How do they walk? How do they talk? They don't talk. Right? How do they look? What does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say in the Qur'an? Allah says, نُون وَالْقَلَمِ وَمَا يَسْطُرُونَ مَا أَنْتَ بِنِعْمَةِ رَبِّكَ بِمَا جِنُونَ And then the ayat continue and Allah says, وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ You have a great character. The Prophet ﷺ's character was the best. And you see, if he had the best akhlaq then under magic, the first thing a person loses is what? His akhlaq Isn't it? Like for example, a couple, a husband and wife, they're having a lot of issues. The husband is always angry. What does the wife say? I think somebody's done magic on him. Why? Because he's lost his good akhlaq But the fact that the Prophet ﷺ, his akhlaq was still the best. I mean, it's quite obvious, magic has not been done on him. They say إِن تَتَّبِعُونَ illa رَجُلًا mashura." Now all of these accusations that are mentioned over here Are there anything new? No The people before They said the same things to their prophets In Surah al Ayah 27, Allah says About Fir'aun, He said "Inna رَسُولَكُمُ الَّذِي أُرْسِلَ إِلَيْكُمْ He said that this messenger of yours who has been sent to you He's a madman in Surah Al-Isra, Ayah 94, Allah says, What prevented people from believing was that they said that why has Allah sent a human messenger? Can't be a messenger. Human being cannot be a messenger. So they say, إِن Illa إِلَّا رَجُلًا مزحورا. And even today you hear people saying the exact same things. And you feel like they're new objections. They're not new. They're ancient. انظر Allah says look كيف ضربوا لك الأمثال? How they strike for you comparisons. Amsal is a plural of Mathal Example Comparison What kind of descriptions they give about you? فضلوا, but they have strayed فلا يستطيعون سبيلا. So they cannot find a way. Meaning فضلوا, They have strayed Why? Because they're lying. When they call him a liar, they themselves are lying. When they say that he has taken the help of others, they are lying. What proof do they have that he has taken the help of others? When they say that he has all of these verses written down and then they are read back to him morning and evening, what's the proof? What's the proof? This is all a lie. And because they're lying, they have gone astray. فَلَا سبيلة, They cannot find a way. Which is why they keep changing their mind. They themselves are confused. They call him mad, they themselves have gone mad. Their intellects are straight. So with Hudaya 20 we learn, مَا كَانُوا يستطيعون السَّمْعَ وَمَا كَانُوا يُبْصِرُونَ They were not able to hear, nor were they able to see. Because you see, once you just decide that, no, this person is lying, then what happens? No matter what they say to you, no matter what they do, you're not going to accept them. You know, for example, sometimes we just assume about other people, oh, she doesn't like me she has a problem with me then what will happen even if she gives you a gift on Eid you will say hmm I wonder what the hidden agenda is right if they are smiling at you greeting you you will say why what's going on over here is she mocking at me you understand once you have made up your mind about somebody that they don't like you or they are an enemy to you then you don't see clearly you don't hear anything good and this is what happened with these people. They just decided in their minds that Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wa is not a true prophet. And so, they weren't able to hear, they weren't able to see. Allah says, Tabaraka allathe. Blessed is the one who, sha'ā, if he wanted, if Allah wanted, Ja'ala laka. He could have made for you, Khairan min dalik. Better than that. Better than what? Better than what they demand from you. They say you should have a treasure They say you should have a garden Allah can give you something much better than that They say you should have one garden Allah can give you jannat Gardens تَجْرِي مِن al anhar. Underneath which rivers would flow The likes of which they have never seen وَيَجْعَلْ لَكَ قصورا And he could make for you قصور Palaces قصور is a plural of qasr. And qasr is a house that is made from rock And it's like So basically solid material. Because the Arabs, how would they make their houses? From mud. Alright? From leather skin, or from maybe date palm trunks that they could find somewhere. Alright? This is how they would make their houses. So Allah says, He can give you Qusur. Not just one qasr, but many qasr. He can give you all of this, more than what the people are demanding. But the fact is, that a messenger does not come to make a display of worldly things. The purpose of a messenger is not to display worldly riches. What's the purpose of the messenger? To convey a message. So why is it that these people don't believe? Bal rather كَذَّبُوا بساعة, they have denied the hour. They reject the hour. واعتدنا, and we have prepared Liman for the one who has denied the hour ablaze. it's one of the names of hellfire. Sareed is basically fire that has been set ablaze, burning, raging, furious. So this is the real problem. They don't like the message. They don't want to believe in the Akhirah. And the Qur'an, it tells the people, believe in the Akhirah. They don't want to believe in Muhammad Wasallam. Why? Is there a problem with his character? No. Is there a problem with who he is? Not at all. He was a Qurayshi. Then what's the problem? The problem is they don't like the message that he is delivering. And what is that message primarily? Believe in the Akhirah. Believe in Allah as one and believe in the Akhirah. Now many people, they reject the truth. Why? They don't want to believe in the Akhirah. Because belief in the Akhirah, what does that demand from us? Change. Change yourself. Change your thinking, change your speech, change your behavior, change your lifestyle, everything. Because you are going to be asked about what you are doing. And many people do not want that. So what do they do? They simply reject the Akhirah. And in that they reject the Qur'an, they reject the Prophet But this fire, no matter how much they deny it, is it gonna go away? Is it gonna disappear? No. إِذَا رَأَتْهُم مِن مَكَانٍ بَعِيدٍ إِذَا when رَأَتْهُمْ It will see them. مِن مَكَانٍ بَعِيدٍ From a distant place. The fire is going to see them. From where? From a distant place. Meaning they might still be in Hashr. Because remember that when people will be resurrected, where will they be? Where will they come to? The place of Hashr, the place of gathering. Then Hisab will happen. Then what will happen? People who worship any other besides Allah, they will be led to the hellfire. Then who will remain in the Hashr? Only those people who worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whether they are sincere or they were insincere. Hypocrites among them. Then what will happen? People will be led to the they will be led to the Sirat, the bridge which is over hellfire. So now Allah says, إِذَا رَأَتْهُم مِّن مَّكَانٍ بَعِيدٍ Hellfire will see these people from far. Meaning when they're still in hashr, it will see them. Remember the hellfire is not just a thing. It's not just fire. It's like a living thing. It will see them. Sami'u. They will hear. Laha for it. Meaning a sound coming from the hellfire. What sound? wa zafira. Fury Zafir Roaring What is تَغَيُّغًا? It's from Ya la. What does غَيْض mean? Anger. They will hear from hellfire a sound that will be like an expression of rage, of anger, fury. Wazafir, roaring. Zafir is to exhale. As if it's a monster. You see like a volcano, you hear the roaring and the rumbling before it erupts. Even a forest fire, do you hear it? Yes. Sound is first. You hear it before you see it. So they will hear it. The fire will see them and out of rage and fury it will roar like a hungry monster at them. This is why Allah says, Inna جَهَنَّمَا Hell is, has been lying in wait. It has been lying in wait. It's been waiting all this time. That where are those people? They're gonna come. Wa minha, And when they will be thrown into it. Where? Makanam ضَيِّقًا Into a place that is ضَيِّق A place in hellfire that is narrow. ضَيِّق بَادْ قَاف Cramped, constricted, tight. This is how hellfire is. It will be made tight for them. And how will they be thrown into it? In what condition? muqarraneen Bound in chains. Plural of مُقَرَّن Kaf رَانُون قَرَنْ which is to chain, to tie one to the other. qarrantul bair al bair. I tied one camel with the other. So they will all be shackled and they'll be bound together also. So that no one is free and no one can flee. No one can run either. When they'll be thrown in this condition, muqarraneen, da'aw, they will call. Hunalika, right there and then. Subura, destruction they will call for destruction meaning they will call for death for termination this is what thubur is thabara death, termination because you see hellfire even though it is huge what will happen? we learned the Prophet ﷺ said that the fire of hell complained to its Lord saying that oh my Lord parts of mine are eating other parts eating up parts of each other this is how hellfire is and hellfire, even though it is huge, it will keep saying, هَلْ مِنْ Are there any more? And then in hadith we learn, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will place His foot on hellfire. This will cause the hellfire to shrink. And when it will shrink, then imagine how much more tight it will be. How much more constricted it will be. And then it is closed, sealed. Ilayhim نَارٌ مُؤْصَدَةٌ It will be closed upon them. It's like a sealed furnace. You know like the oven, you turn it on, or like a barbecue, you turn it on, then what do you do? You close the lid. You close the door. Why? So that the heat stays inside. This is how hellfire is. عَلَيْهِمْ نَارٌ مؤصدا. And so, as soon as they will enter, They will call for death, they will call for destruction. But when they will pray for that, they will be told, لَا الْيَوْمَ wahida. Do not cry this day for one destruction. وَدْعُوا And instead you should call for ثُبُورًا, destruction that is كَثِيرًا, much. Meaning, call for suburan, wa wathuburan. Keep saying destruction, destruction for eternity, and even that will not finish you, because in hellfire there is no death. There is no death. The people in hellfire will say, Ya Malik liyadli alayna رَبُّكَ They will say to the angel, that that's the guard of hellfire, that O oh Malik, your Lord should just finish us. He should just terminate us. And after many, many years, that angel will respond that, إِنَّكُمْ مَاكِثُونَ You're going to stay here. You're staying here. You're not going anywhere. ثُمَّ لَا يَمُوتُ فِيهَا وَلَا yahya. There is no death in hellfire and no life. قُلْ Allah says, say, أَذَلِكَ خير? Is this better? An Jannatul Khuld. Or the garden of eternity. Which is better? Which is better? Hellfire? Or the Garden of Eternity. What is a better place? The Garden of Eternity. When you read the description of Hellfire, what is it? Tight, constricted, narrow, cramped, people chained up. Freedom has been taken away completely. And Jannah? How is that described in the Qur'an? عَرْضُهَا السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ That its, its width is like that of the sky and the earth. Vast, spacious, huge. Such massive are the trees that the shade of that tree, a person could travel from one side to the other, it would take him years and years. Years and years to reach from one point to the other. Allah questions, أَذَٰلِكَ خَيْرٌ أَمْ جَنَّةُ الْخُلْدِ but Jannatul Khuld, it's not for everybody. Allati, it is which, wu'id al-muttaqoon. The muttaqoon are promised. The people with taqwa have been promised this Jannah. Kanat lahum jaza'an, it will be for them a recompense, wa and a final destination. Jannah is not going to be gifted just like that. It's jazaa. It's recompense. It's reward. For what? For what they have done for their iman masir a final destination lahum fiha they will have therein whatever they desire khalidin abiding eternally because you see masir is mentioned destination now in this world what happens anytime you hear about destination you always wonder okay what's next right what's next where do you go from there but Jannah is Masir, final point, final destination. No moving from there. Khalidin, abiding eternally. Kana, it is ever, ala rabbik, on your Lord. Wa'dan a promise that is Mas'ul, that is worthy to be requested. Mas'ul is from Sina Hamzalam, Sual. What does Sual mean? To question. Meaning Jannah, Allah has promised it. And it's such a promise that people should ask Allah for. Meaning, ask Allah to fulfill this promise. And Allah teaches us. Allah teaches us that we should ask Him for Jannah. In Surah Ali Imran, Ayah 194, رَبَّنَا وَآتِنَا مَا وَعَتَّنَا عَلَىٰ رُسُلِكَ O our Lord, give us what you have promised through your messengers. We should also ask Allah for Jannah. Yes, Allah has promised it. For who? For the people of Taqwa, and we should strive to have Taqwa, we should ask Allah for Taqwa. Oh Allah, make us of the Muttaqeen. Oh Allah, fulfill this promise for us. Oh Allah, give us Jannah. In Surah Ghafir Ayah 8 also, we learn about the du'as of the angels. That Rabbana wa adhkhin jannati adin alati wa'adtahum. Jannat which you have promised them. Kana ala Rabbika wa'adan mas'oola. Has it ever happened that you? Promise somebody that you'll give them something, and then they ask you, Can I have it? Can I have it? Maybe children. Hmm? That you promise them that, okay, on Eid, you can open this. And then what happens every day? Is it Eid today? Is it Eid today? Is it Eid today? It happened with me. This Ramadan There were certain things That I told my children Okay, we'll do this on Eid We'll open this on Eid Every single day of Ramadan Is it Eid? Is it Eid? And the next day after Eid Is it Eid today? No Why? It should be Eid Because when you promised something Then even though you know that Inshallah it's coming You want to make sure that it's coming And because of that reason You keep asking you keep asking. Now Jannah, it is haq, it is true. And Allah says, وَعِدَ It has been promised. And yes, a person tries his best, he's striving, but he should also ask Allah. Allah has taught us that we should ask Him for Jannah. So we should ask. We should ask every day, every night, Oh Allah, give me Jannah. I was just thinking the fact that it's a Furqan, right? It distinguishes between different things. So Allah starts off by distinguishing between who He is versus who idols are, right? And then right after He mentions what stories are and what a real messenger is like. And then the last part that we read, it's what Jahannam is like and what Jannah would be like. Separation. Like literally it gives clarity from the beginning to the end. وَيَوْمَ يَحْشُرُهُمْ And mention the day that He will gather them. وَمَا يَعْبُدُونَ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ And all that they worship besides Allah. Meaning people, as well as their idols, their false gods, they will also be gathered. فَيَقُولُ Then He will say, meaning Allah will ask, Allah will ask the false gods, those who are worshipped besides Him. أَأَنْتُمْ Did you أَضْلَلْتُمْ You lead astray. عِبَادِي my servants, هَا these did you lead them astray? Meaning did you tell them to worship you? Am or whom they were lost as Sabila the way. Meaning or they themselves were lost. Whose fault is it? Who is to blame for this shirk? They will say, Subhanaka, exalted are you, O Allah. Ma kana, it is not yanbaghi, it is not proper, lana for us, and that that we take min dunika besides you, min awliya, for any close protecting friends, any allies. Meaning, these people or beings that were worshipped, when Allah will ask them, did you demand worship? They will say, no way. How could we demand from people that they should worship us when we ourselves would not take anyone else as God beside you? Meaning we need you, O Allah. How could we tell others to worship us? So what do we see over here? That all those who will worship besides Allah will absolve themselves on the Day of Judgment. In Surah Maryam, Ayah 82, Allah says, كَلَّا سَيَكْفُرُونَ وَيَكُونُونَ عَلَيْهِمْ They will deny their worship of them, and they will be against them opponents. They will turn against them. We learn in Surah Al-Ma'idah about Isa salam, that how on the Day of Judgment Allah will remind Isa of the favors that he bestowed upon him and his mother, and Allah will ask him, did you tell the people that they should take you as God's son? And Isa will also declare his innocence that no, I never did that. I never told them that what is the reason? What is the reason for this misguidance of people? وَلَكِنْ but You gave them enjoyment, O Allah. abaahum And also their forefathers. Meaning, you give them luxury, Comforts in this life, in worldly life. So what happened? They were so engrossed in it that Hatta until nasu dhikr they forgot the message. They forgot to remember you. Wakanu and they were Kaman a people who were Burra, who were destroyed. Bur is a plural of Ba'ir, just like who is is the plural of Haid. Alright? And Ba'ir is one who is destroyed. So Bur a people who are destroyed. It is also said, Ard bur, Ard meaning land that bur is, is land that doesn't produce anything. Nothing grows from it. If nothing grows from it, it doesn't produce anything. What is it? It's useless. It's dead. Right? It's barren. So, وَكَانُوا قَوْمًا So what do we see over here? What is the reason for the misguidance of people? Is it that Allah did not clarify the truth to them? No, He did. Is it that they were not given the message? No, they were. Then what's the problem? They were lost in worldly enjoyment. So much so that they forgot the message that Allah gave. They forgot to remember Allah. And as a result, they met their destruction. Now this is something that's very frightening. Because if you think about it, as living today, we are also enjoying a lot of blessings. I mean, just think about the amount of food we eat. We have more food than we can consume. We have more clothes than we can use. Isn't it? We have so many options for enjoyment, for entertainment. So many options, so many choices. You go to the grocery store, so many types of bread, you don't know which one to choose. You see? And this kind of enjoyment, yes, if it's halal, it's good. Nothing wrong with it. But overindulgence in it, what does it do? It makes you forget The Qur'an It makes you forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And when a person forgets Allah Then what is he gonna end up in? Destruction وَكَانُوا قَوْمًا بُورًا فَقَدْ كَذَّبُوكُمْ So they will deny you And this is where we really need to reflect on ourselves In Ramadan, alhamdulillah We were busy in the worship of Allah In the night, in the day We had certain goals, certain targets for every day when it comes to salah, when it comes to sunnah, when it comes to dhikr of Allah, when it comes to recitation of the Qur'an. But Ramadan has gone, okay, but salah has not come to an end. Recitation of the Qur'an has not come to an end. Right? It shouldn't. And if it has, that's a big problem. Big problem. Because it means that we are forgetting Allah. And if we're forgetting Allah, we're heading towards our destruction. فَقَدْ كَذَّبُوكُمْ So they will deny you meaning all those whom you worship today they will deny you tomorrow bima taqulun in what you say meaning you call them gods they will reject you tomorrow then you cannot avert you will not be able to sarfan you will not be able to avert sarf to turn something away you won't be able to turn away the punishment you won't be able to ward it off wala nasra nor will you find any help وَمَنْ يَظْلِمْ مِنْكُمْ And whoever commits injustice among you, نُذِقْهُ We shall make him taste عَذَابًا كَبِيرًا A great punishment. ظلم leads to عَذَاب. ظلم leads to عَذَاب. Look at this ayah. وَمَنْ يَظْلِمْ مِنْكُمْ نُذِقْهُ عَذَابًا كَبِيرًا In particular, what ظلم is this? This is the ظلم of shirk. This is the ظلم of kufr. إِنَّ الشِّرْكَ لَظُلْمٌ عَظِيمٌ Shirk is the great injustice. Allah says, وَالْكَافِرُونَ هُمُ الظَّالِمُونَ Kafirun are the ظَالِمُونَ So shirk is something that will lead to great punishment. وَمَا أَرُسَلْنَا قَبْلَكَ And we did not send before you, O Prophet ﷺ, مِنَ الْمُرْسَلِينَ Of the messengers. إِنَّا إِكْسَبْتْ إِنَّهُمْ إِنْدِيدْ They all ate food. Because the people had this objection against the Prophet وسلم, right? What kind of a prophet are you if you eat food? Allah says, every prophet before you ate food. وَيَمْشُونَ فِي And they walked in the marketplaces. They used to walk there. Why? Just randomly? What's does walking refer to? Why would they go about in the markets? To earn their livelihood. They did this because they were human beings. And you are like them in this respect. وَجَعَلْنَا and we have made بَعْضَكُمْ Some of you Libaldin For others fitnatan A test A trial Because the Prophets before also They heard the same objections The people raised the exact same objections against them Why? Because people are a test for each other How are people a test for each other? You see When two people think exactly the same they have the same choices, same likes, same dislikes, very similar tastes. Then what will happen? Will they get along with each other? They will. It's not a problem eating out because both of them want to go to the same restaurant. Right? It's not a problem shopping. Why? Because both want to go to the same mall. Right? Similar stores. No problem at all. But when two people think differently, will there be problems between them? Yes you love desi food and somebody else who's going with you does not like anything desi, then what will happen? Huge problem over, no, I don't want to go here, no, I want to go there. Isn't it? So when people think differently, this is where problems come in. Right? So, وَجَعَلْنَا li لِبَعْضٍ <فِتْنَة> We have made some of you test for others. Atasbirun. Now the question is, will you be patient? وَكَانَ رَبُّكَ بَصِيرًا And your Lord is ever seeing. He is watching you. You see, the Prophet wasallam said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I will test you and I will test others through you. I will test others through you. Meaning one person is a test for another person. This is why we are taught the dua, رَبَّنَا لَا تَجْعَلْنَا فِتْنَةً للقوم الظالمين. Oh Allah don't make us a fitna a test for wrongdoing people The question is how does one become a trial for another when there are differences between people One is wealthy and the other is poor One is educated and the other is not educated in that field hmm? Like for example the mushrikeen of Makkah What was the problem they had with the Prophet ﷺ? We would like to come and listen to you but these poor people sit with you So you send them away so that we can come and sit with you. So you see how the poor people became a fitna for them? This difference in status, it became a trial, it became a test, right? One person thinks that if someone has got to be a prophet then they've got to be rich, they've got to be someone who's got a lot of influence, they should have a garden like this and they should have a treasure like that and they should be a superhuman and they should not have the need to eat and others think differently. Because each person has a mind. Correct? Now, this in the context, it's evident. The message that we are being taught. That people are a test for each other. We have to look past people and look at the message that is being conveyed. Like for example, it's quite possible there's a particular individual, they're advising you. For example, your mother, your uncle, your aunt, they're advising you. What they're saying is right. But you don't like them. You don't get along with them. You think differently. So what do you have to do over there? Remember that they are a test for you. Ignore who they are and take the take the lesson, take the message. Correct? If you go to work, you don't get along with your boss at all. What do you do? You say, I'm not working here because I don't get along with this boss. No, you say, I need my money. Even though I hate this person, I cannot get along with them, I will still do my work. Isn't it? You're getting over that person for the sake of the for the greater goal. Right? So even when it comes to the truth of the Quran, when it comes to the truth of the Prophet, when it comes to anything good, this is important. You have to look beyond people. You have to look beyond the surface and go for the real message. Now in Messiah is also a very big life lesson. And what is that? That people are a test for each other. Man is fitna for man. So this is true, that no matter who you live with, no matter who you work with, no matter who you sit with, no matter who you marry, will there be problems? Yes, there will be problems. There will be annoying incidents, there will be very painful moments, but Allah asks us, atasbirun, Will you be patient? It's as if we're being told. What other option do you have? Are you going to be patient? Allah is asking us, say yes, I will be patient. Yes, oh Allah, I will be patient. Because if we don't even say I'm going to be patient, then how are we going to be patient? Because life is full of problems. All our lives we have to deal with people. And when you're dealing with people, there will be moments in which you disagree with them. There will be moments when you don't look eye to eye. There will be moments when you have a completely different opinion on something. But it doesn't mean that we get lost in those problems And because of those problems we cut off from each other No, we have to, have to get over these problems And look at the greater benefit The Prophet ﷺ said The believer who mixes with people And bears their annoyance with patience Will have a greater reward than the believer who does not mix with people And he does not put up with their annoyance Because generally what do we do? we start working somewhere and we say I can't get along with this boss quit okay work somewhere else no no these people I cannot work with them quit this thing is too hard this thing is too difficult forget about work when you go to university you start a particular course this professor no way cannot tolerate him this program too difficult this degree too difficult switching courses switching major minor whatever every now and then what are you going to end up with? nothing isn't it? So the fact is, that the moment you come in front of a person, no matter who they are, remember they're going to be a test for you, and you are going to be a test for them. Every human interaction is going to be a fitna. Allah is saying this. وَجَعَلْنَا بَعْضَكُمْ لِبَعْضٍ fitnah. Even those who are closest to you, your parents, your children, your siblings, your cousins, your aunts, the person whom you say, I love you to every day, even they will be a fitna for you. So don't expect perfection from people. This is the lesson. Don't expect them to be perfect and don't expect things to be perfect. Realize there will be tests, there will be problems. Get over them. Atasbiru wa kana basira. And Allah is watching. He is seeing who is behaving how. Who is saying what. Perfection is where? Only in Jannah, and Jannah, a person gets there how? Through sabr. Wa li Rabbika fasbir. So this is the only way, sabr. Otherwise, there's no way of living life. Then a person will be miserable if he's not patient. With this, alhamdulillah, we conclude our juz number 18. Alhamdulillah. And tomorrow, inshallah, we will begin juz number 19. Let's listen to these ayat quickly before we go.
1: وَقَالُوا مَا لِهَذَا الرَّسُولِ يَأْكُلُ الطَّعَامَ وَيَمْشِي فِي الْأَسْوَاقِ لَوْلَا أُنْزِلَ إِلَيْهِ مَلَكٌ لَّوْلَا أُنْزِلَ إِلَيْهِ مَلَكٌ فَيَكُونَ مَعَهُ نذِيرًا Will tipo, expected, you will إليه كنز one who is اُمِر كيف ضربوا لك الامثال فضلوا فضلوا فلا يستطيعون سبيلا تبارك الذي ان شاء اجعل لك خيرا من ذلك جنات جنات تجري من تحتها الأنهار ويجعلك قصورا، بل كذبوا بالساعة واعتدنا لمن كذب بالساعة سعيرا. إذا رأتهم من مكان بعيد سمعوا لها تغيظ وزفيرا. وَإِذَا أُلْقُوا مِنْهَا مَكَانًا ضَيِّقًا مُقَرَّنِينَ دَعُوا هُنَالِكَ سُبُورًا لَا تَدْعُوا الْيَوْمَ سُبُورًا وَاحِدًا وَادْعُوا سُبُورًا كَثِيرًا قُلْ أَذَٰلِكَ خَيْرٌ أَمْ جَنَّةُ الْخُلْدِ الَّتِي وُعِدَ الْمُتَّقُونَ كَانَتْ لَهُمْ جَزَاءً وَمَصِيرًا لَهُمْ فِيهَا مَا يَشَاؤُونَ خَالِدِينَ كَانَ عَلَىٰ رَبِّكَ وَعْدًا مسؤولة ويوم يحشرهم وما يعبدون من دون الله فيقول أأنتم أضلتم عبادها أولئك فيقول أأنتم أضلتم عبادها أولئك أنهم ضل السبيل سبحانك ما كان ينبغي لنا أن نتخذ من دونك من أولياء ولكن ولكن ما تعتم وأبائهم حتى نسدرك وكانوا قوم ضورات فقد we بما تقولون فما تستطيعون صرفا ولا نصرا. وَمَن يَظْلِم مِنْكُمْ نُذِقَه عذابا كبيرا
0: doesn't it sound like a challenge? A tasbirun? So are you going to be patient? Subhanakallah wa bihamdik, ashhadu wa la ilaha illa anta, astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaykum, wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.